T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Welcome back to our own personal hell. That is a Jason Derulo music video with more sports, you know, going off the walls as well. I am the robot voice person you hear now, and my name is Lindsey Brown, or maybe I'm just hearing my voice in a robot way. But over across from me is... Adrian Hernandez. I love talking about myself in third person. Shout out to The Rock. Yes, it's hard to do that as a, on a consistent basis, though. About the third person thing, yeah. But I think Falling with like rule. him, him having to do that, like he, he was so used to it that he he nailed it. Yeah, I almost wonder if he just goes into a headspace where he kind of disassociates from Dwayne and just becomes the Rock. Like you I just think, become the character that you are. You you know, and we were talking about Fast Five. I want to ask you with the Super Bowl. Do you think he was like super nervous to do like the <laughs> the last hype before like right? the kickoff, which was very it was cool. It was a tad and you have bit to awkward. sell it. Yeah, I mean, and it, it seemed like he did. it was just that he was talking a little bit too much, which to me points to nervousness, For right? For sure. And it's uh, that's a good question to put forth, though, because The Rock is everywhere. The Rock is the face of many things. He's and, everything. But ultimately, we know that anybody, no matter how many Grammys you have, can mess up the national anthem if you're singing it because it's a tough song. And if there's millions and millions and millions of people of uh, eyes on you right now at this moment and you're trying you to, there, you know what I mean? What did I do? Did you know this? Because the Rocky does, and the millions. Oh, and no. Million. You didn't know? Didn't know. Well, well done, Lindsay. Thank you. Sometimes uh, brilliance is accidental, and that is something that we are certainly an expert in here on the Playmakers. But, yeah, I'm sure everybody gets nervous at some stage, no matter how many you've conquered. Is there a thought, like, do you want this again, number one, by the Rock, or who the hell else is going to do that if they try this again? Like, What, what, what was he gonna... hyping again? Like, what He was, was just he... like... Basically, like, you know how uh, they do this in college football a lot. Like, when they come under the locker room, it was like a promo video. Yeah. But instead, he was on the field and like, and it's the Rams representing the NFC. Okay, so he was announcing the, the teams as they were running out. Yeah, no, no, no. They were, they were on the field already waiting for the ball to be kicked. So basically, it was the last thing he said. And then the Bengals. Yeah, it's awkward It is time for kickoff. And they're just waiting there. Like, All at right. some point, if they're a wrestling fan, you're like, wow, the Rock's cutting a promo about well, me. Well, he was an NFL talent before he went into the role. I mean, the, WWE, but everybody was trying to get their slice of the pie, at least when the pie happens to be in Hollywood for the big game. But that is many weeks ago. Like it, the off season swiftly descends and then we get very used to it quickly. At least I do. And I'm sure there's people who probably spend a little bit more time in the football wind tunnel that are struggling with this transition. But in its stead, we don't do our footies of footballs to lead off our second hour 
uh, in this offseason or any offseason because we got other things, better things to talk about. Um, we have an interview in a few minutes between us and Tyler Reddick, who is a NASCAR driver, drives car number eight. And uh, he's actually had some success driving here in Las Vegas, not necessarily like the biggest Pennzoil race like that he's going to be participating in next weekend. Uh, Pennzoil 400 sponsored by Jiffy Lube, but like at the NASCAR series or the, the Xfinity series and the truck series and stuff. And so really uh, wide ranging conversation with Tyler. And then uh, we have so much to catch up over the weekend of just people being dumb as hell. And so that weekend ineptitude will wrap up our show. But as I previewed, our contender week, Adrian and I have been tasked with an assignment that I gave out that he picks an NBA team. I pick an NHL team that we think are poised for postseason success based off of how we've kind of seen things percolate. They cannot be currently in first place, but they are indeed waiting in the weeds. I love when you wait in the weeds. Waiting in the weeds. Oh, we're, we love the weeds. <laughs> we love the weeds. We love and just, the weeds. You always want to be the predator. You never want to be the prey. Absolutely. And so I have chosen the St. Louis Blues for my contender presentation today. Who are you going to be laying at our feet? Trista tried to ruin it, but I'm sticking with it. The Brooklyn Nets. Right on. They're the eighth seed. They're the oh, let's go with you because you've got some ground to make up. Actually, like they're technically a long shot right now. Yeah, they're in the playing game. Even though everybody's uh, putting money on it. Yeah, they're thirty-one and twenty-eight so far. It has been uh, quite the season, obviously with the James Harden fiasco. But the eighth seed, things are looking up. And I know that you are not on this 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 ship like I am with the Nets about No, like, I'm all out on the Nets. So I kind of want you like I I want to go step by step on some of your things with the Nets and like sure. what you see and we'll we'll take it from there. But we we need to get into the Blues cuz Blues and Jazz, oh, okay. I love it. It's a great music format. Oh, okay. But also, Send do they right still have Oshi? Uh no, Oshi was traded years ago. Oshi plays for the uh for the Washington Capitals actually. He's been injured for most of the season. Uh TJ Oshi is also a, an assistant captain for the Washington Capitals, believe it or not. Uh, that is many moons ago, but I appreciate the reference. That is truly a deep dive. You googled and thought I'm going to bring this. No, he was cuz his name was awesome. Still Yoshi, is. the video game dude. I was like this is a great connection and You're those jerseys Trump. That blue is it's fantastic, bro. And blues got they got like a lot of deep fans. Like you know a lot where he's of, from? TJ Oshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Earth. Yeah, very specific. He's from technically the Pacific Northwest, but he uh, played high school hockey and call it in in Minnesota. Oh, so yes. like that's one of your boys. He is one of the boys. He's absolutely one of the boys. If you want to look up uh, state tournament TJ Oshi hairdo, you will see a very, very blonde, smaller version of himself, but a very, very good score. One that is sorely missed on the lineup for the Washington Capitals and the St. Louis Blues, although they didn't need him uh, when they won their Stanley Cup. But the Blues are a team that have kind of remade themselves rather quickly without actually having to rebuild. I mean, you still have your Ryan O'Reilly's, you still have your Vladimir Tarasenko's, you still have your your Colton Pareko's, your Tory Krug's. Even the fact that we have a goalie controversy where you have Ville Husso playing most of the games these days over Jordan Binnington, who signed that big-time contract extension last year. That's but, a hell of a story, by the way. Right, absolutely. And and my question is, I'm like, do you even is he basically bought back into this team because he's leading the team in points and is just getting re-implemented back into the lineup. He's kind of been in and out being banged up with injury. But they're currently 29-14-6, at least when I put this together yesterday when we were supposed to have our show and things got a little bit gnarly and all good. This still is the same or not they won last night so they're now 30 14 and 6 66 points in the central division 10 points 
back of the Colorado Avalanche, but only one point ahead of the Minnesota Wild, who are right there along with the National Predators at 62 points. Dallas Stars, we're still seeing if they're going to be able to to become respectable or if they're just going to start selling off with all their respectable pieces. But the St. Louis Blues are, are a team that has gotten an addition of talent from the bottom of their lineup, too. The just Jordan Carew character that we saw here when he was uh, playing and re- representing for the Blues during the All-Star break. This guy can not only skate, he is a slippery, slippery player. And they're at a point in their season where Craig Berube, coach, who's fresh off of his own contract extension, is just toying with the lines and seeing what works and what what's producing because Carew was uh, – rolling with some really good offensive stats to start this year, Adrian, but things have cooled off a little bit. Well, and you know why? Because he's not playing on Vladimir Tarasenko's line or or, or Robert Thomas's. And right now, uh, Pavel Buchnevich is really r- raking it in because he's playing on the second line with those guys. But when I think about the hockey calculus and how I add this up into, ter- into why do I think they're a contender? Number one, their special team's prowess. They have one of the top power plays in the league. Uh, they have scored 39 power play goals, which is third best in the NHL. They're 22-7-3 when scoring a power play goal. And then their pa- penalty kill rate is six in the NHL. I think there's some stat that if you add up the power play percentage plus like the PK percentage, it, it's above a certain number. That usually indicates deep postseason success. Uh, in addition to that hockey calculus, you have a hot-handed wildcard goalie with Ville Husso, who's 9-1-1 in the new year, won 6-8 goals against, has taken the job from Jordan Bennington after he was shelled and pulled in Calgary game that I was watching just a few weeks ago. The team basically quit on him, and Berube's going to ride the hot hand, so it's going to be Husso's j- job to lose. And last time they won the Stanley Cup, they rode Jordan Bennington's hot hand all the way there. Uh, I mentioned Jordan Carew. We already mentioned Vladimir Tarasenko as the reinvigorated superstar in addition to the rookie hot shot. And then that depth scoring. Braden Shen has been hot since the new year as well. Ryan O'Reilly isn't the piece that is pushing through everything. So anytime you see your quote-unquote superstar captain and he's not the one doing everything, that is a good sign. And we haven't really even seen that much from David Perron that much this season. And so you know that he is an absolute force to be reckoned with in the postseason as well. And the trade deadline, they're probably going to be out shopping for a defenseman because it's not the most uh, formidable of top six. I mean, that's what happens when Alex Petrangelo gets poached and brought down to our defensive room. But uh, a team that could probably make it work, but they will certainly be in that conversation for the Jacob Chickrens, for the uh, Mark Giordano's, for the Ben Sherratt's. Uh, They need to be able to defend the slot a little bit better. Otherwise... That scoring and stuff, penalty kill, power play, that's some good hockey calculus for success. And the better they do, the more happier Brett Hall is going to be, the legend for the Blues. Yeah, so, we need so to placate him Yeah, and the whole he, family, that is for sure. He's wacky. Uh, let's go to the Brooklyn Nets. Um, we, we talked to Trista Crick earlier today. Uh, the big news that came out about two hours ago, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and Kyrie Irving might be able to be seen in Brooklyn during a basketball game, Mayor uh, Eric Adams uh, told reporters Wednesday that the city plans to phase out the COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Once those new rules are implemented, uh, Irving would also be eligible to play at Barclays Center, which was the biggest what if for me in this team, even including Ben Simmons um, not being able or whether or not Ben Simmons is going to be come. a ghost. Yeah, well, maybe until he, until he shows otherwise, we know that's what he's going to be offensively, yep. not defensively. Oh, he's very good defensively. Um, so, and like Trista said, they just picked up Goran Dragic to kind of settle in Kyrie, who, to be honest, in the games that he has played, 
he is balled out, which was very surprising considering the circumstances and considering the pressure, honestly, um, that he that he placed on himself, rightfully so. Um, Goran Dragic is a 40% shooter as a spot up uh, from the spot up position, which is perfect because that's what you're going to need. You want to spread this floor out. You have Joe Harris. Hopefully he can come back. Uh, you have Seth Curry, who's one of the best three-point shooters, just like his brother, in the league. As a matter of fact, a ridiculous stat is that now the Nets have the third and fourth best three-point shooters uh, in terms of field goal percentage in the history of basketball. I'm not saying they're the third or fourth best shooters of all time. I'm just saying they have Semantics the best percentages. Yeah, and, and look, when it comes to Ben Simmons, um, we're talking about a dude who's 6'10", who is a three-time All-Star who can rebound his ass off, which they're going to need. Um, they got uh, Andre Drummond. They're going to need that. They need rebounding. All right. De- DeAndre Jordan. Threes. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan um, has, he's played decently this season, but you need more than that. Uh, Blake Griffin has been serviceable. That's cool. Uh, Drummond and Ben Simmons are really going to help. And defensively, Ben Simmons can guard one through four. Where's Durant, though? Is he back yet? He will be back in a couple of weeks. Because that's You want to say it, it's contingent on Kyrie's ability to play at home. All of this is contingent on Kevin Durant's health. And and to be fair, like I, even when he what, what happened in Golden State, like I'm not I'm not worried about KD after some of the injury problems he had last year. And Steve Nash was like, "Hey, look, play 48 minutes. This is our game plan. You do not get any breaks." Which was crazy. And to be honest, if I'm looking for negatives, it is Steve Nash. But this is also yeah the experience and, and just not, it's he literally there was no adjustments last year. Like the fact that this team was an inch away from making it to the NBA finals and beating the Bucks when the Bucks were going on all cylinders properly. They had beaten the Heat after they got a five game series the year before and got smacked by the Heat. Like the, the Bucks had all this momentum to finally win a championship. And obviously Giannis going through all these crowds and and they were one game away than that's were from beating them with just KD. And when you add these shooters, when you add this size with this depth that they had, you have Kyrie. Kyrie and KD is enough. What they thought was going to happen oh, with James that's Harden. A stretch. Why is that? Because you're you're going to put them up up against Phoenix and be like, "Yep, they got a shot." 100%. With just those two. With this team that's implemented, 100%. I disagree, but I don't think me. I don't think Chris I don't think Chris Paul is going to be able to finesse and guard Kyrie the way that he has with other shooters. And I think last year was the perfect world for the Bucks and the Suns. Look, ultimately we couldn't talk about number one seeds um, for this. To me, the Suns are the best team in the league. This Chris Paul injury is going to be interesting because he's going to be out for the rest of the regular season at minimum. But when it comes to the Nets, everything that they have in place without Ben Simmons giving you any offensive input, because to me, it doesn't matter. With his defense and his ability to free up and, and let Kyrie not have to focus on defense. KD can relax on defense. Like this team, they have the shooters, they have the talent, and now they have the defense and the rebounding. Like it's it's a scary and the, the team. It's they a scary kn- hypothetical that we have yet to play out on the court itself because technically things could be wrong chemistry wise. Somebody could go down. Things might just not fit together. I think the this chemistry all the time. No, hundred percent. And I mean, I think that's another 
a thing that hasn't been talked about enough is just the way this locker room, it felt like I've heard things with like Patty Mills talking to reporters and stuff. They weren't shying away from talking about how awkward and how crappy the locker room was while James Harden was doing this. And that stuff doesn't just get, like, painted over either. Like, this is still within the same season with a lot of those role players and stuff. And a lot of guys that have intentions for deep runs. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you get everybody rowing in the same direction? You get rid of the dude that everyone... Yeah, but but there's that. But then there's... I, I'm rowing because I'm told to, and I'm rowing because I want to. That's that's I think where the nuance that I'm I'm looking for that I haven't seen from them, and that maybe you feel more confident in betting on them showing, because you're right with with the, with the roster they have based off of what they've been able to acquire. Like this should be a no brainer, but we haven't they haven't had that much time to play with one another. There's only so many games left. I mean, Trista said it herself. This isn't like the halfway point of the season. There's only 20-odd-something games yeah. left. So you have to get all this stuff together and find a way to just play serviceable basketball, but to beat the best when they've had all year to be building it up themselves. And you haven't been doing yourself every favor that you could. And that's not a knock or a judgment on, on whatever people decided to do, but it's a reality. And so that's why I I don't buy into the Nets this year. Even if they're able to like get things going a little bit. They always said last year with the with the Buccaneers, like, oh, the team was just like getting going at the end. They were just starting to figure things out because it took them all season to like gel together. I'm like, I believe it wholeheartedly. I I don't think there's enough runway for them to get this bird off the off the, the deck. And, and on, on the flip side for me, like perpetually the past two years, this team's had to reinvent itself. Yeah. Whether it be injuries and things. So they're used to that. And now I feel like the burden is off of their back about what is this dude going to do? He's essentially holding our team hostage with his decision-making. And so is Kyrie as well. I don't want to put it, all this blame on James. I was going to say, this is like... For a team to go through turmoil and last year, Katie coming off of the injury as the playoffs started, they were one game away from making it to the NBA championship. Now you're adding a healthy KD. You're getting Kyrie to play. You got Ben Simmons. And now you've got shooters like... It, it was preposterous to me that the Sixers gave them Seth Curry and draft picks and all this thing. So now you're, you're setting them up with what they need because you have Ben Simmons who can't shoot. So you need the opposite. You need someone that needs to be paid attention to, one of the best three-point shooters in the game. Oh, and you're also giving them draft picks. And obviously that's for the future. But to me, it was a clear finesse. And the best part about this, the reason why I love the NBA so much, is not only are the Sixers and the Nets in their same division and they're going to battle it out in this regular season, more than likely they're going to play each other in the playoffs. And, and that is going to be heaven. Okay, fair enough. We'll see. I mean, I talk about somebody who's in the head. You want to put Ben Simmons on the other side of that line and say jump and you're matching up. That that's another reason why I'm like, if they come up against Philly, good luck with the mental gymnastics. It ain't happening. It ain't happening because they haven't even done the team building necessary enough to be like, can you guys all hold the rope for me when I mess up? Because that's really what you're you're during the season. You are putting in the reps of failure and picking yourself up and picking your teammates up and showing that you have the ability to, when called upon. I hear you with Ben, but I could very easily go like, yo, James Harden. Well, you just said the last two years it's been nothing but turmoil and, and different. So I, I think it, it extends to everybody on that roster, especially since you keep adding big-time names that are veterans. Like every time you add that in, it's great, but that's another ego to, to work around and, and a different thing in the, in the soup combination. It could be, it could be wrong. But regardless, they, you, you can't fault them for, for lack of trying, and you've got to give them props for having the imagination to get the deal done, even uh, if you think the pieces – exchanged are a little bit lopsided ultimately I think they just 
both parties wanted to move on from the chapter that they were inhibiting on to the one that they do now. And we have to move on with our next chapter here, our conversation with Tyler Reddick about the upcoming Pennzoil 400 and all the other great NASCAR events coming to your Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go full throttle, fresh off the Daytona 500. Vegas has its eyes set on the Pennzoil 400 going down here at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway on March 6th. And someone who will be there representing Richard Childress Racing in that number eight Chevy Camaro is Tyler Riddick. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Tyler Reddick, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today. Yeah, guys, um, really glad to be on, and I'm really excited for for Las Vegas. It's um, this track has really begun to um, you know build some build some character to itself uh, over the years as it's aged. You know, getting really widened out from top to bottom of the speedway, and um, you know those bumps in one and two are just about impossible to miss nowadays. So it's a, it's a very, it's a very, you know, every track's unique, but this one certainly presents its challenges three and four being really smooth and one, two, uh, really beginning to get rougher and rougher. It, it makes it very challenging for, for us in the driver's seat. Well, Tyler, it takes a character to know a character and just to ease you into this conversation, I'm going to make a, a quick little illustration of your character based off of an out of context quote. I'm sure everybody is fine with that, including your PR person. But Adrian, this is a man who is willing to do whatever it takes to get out of uncomfortable gaps and confrontations. This is a man who, when asked by Jeff Gluck of The Athletic about the best way to get out of a conversation with a long-winded other is to, quote, just start farting a lot, fart all over them, or just saying, oh my gosh, I've really got to go to the bathroom. I haven't been able to go to the bathroom for four (laughs) days. Or just say that you're sick and start coughing. I respect it. Uh, do you stand by those statements, Tyler? And and do you have anything else you'd like to expand upon with that uh, with that strategy? Yeah, I, I don't have any gas right now. You guys are safe, but certainly um, when I was when I was joking with Jeff about that, um, you know, I was kind of I was go- uh, coming off of a stretch of a lot of protein shakes, a lot of protein, trying to get my weight up before the season started. Where ultimately, you know, I will probably lose 10, 15 pounds over the year from just all the heat. So, um, somewhat serious, but somewhat joking. But I'm, I'm really glad you guys enjoyed that and wanted to throw it in this, this interview here. Well, we're the types of people that don't take sports super seriously here. But when they come to Las Vegas, we do have to make sure we mind all of our P's and Q's. We're talking about that Pennzoil 400 Las Vegas Spring NASCAR weekend. That's not this weekend, but next March 4th through six then you mentioned those protein shakes and putting the weight on to make sure that you can basically compete in the in the sport that you are what does it take for you to prepare your body and withstand a race you know you have your own fuel and your own gauges separate from the car and that's an extreme working environment behind that wheel you mentioned you dropped 10 to 15 pounds but are you a person that has an extensive routine or do you divert your energy until the roar of the engine kind of just locks you into whatever moment you're in Certainly, it's it's you got to balance that, um, and, and the, the better shape that you can be in, uh, physically and mentally, going into a race, you know, the the less room you kind of have to give yourself to recover to then be prepared for a race. But um, you know, it's very common in in the heat of the summer to lose seven eight pounds in one of these races. So you've got to really well first off start off, you know, be re- really well hydrated. And I mean, it's 150 degrees in these race cars. So I mean, if you if you don't train, if you don't heat condition, you know, give yourself through some heat conditioning, 
um, you know, any, any kind of exercise is, is going to be very beneficial. So uh, I've really taken it upon myself to push the envelope there as much as I can. If, if, and I feel like the more that I've made an effort to really improve my own physical, um, physical condition or well-being, um, that it's, it's helped me in the race car. It's allowed me to push a little bit harder throughout the race. Um, and so it's, it's been a benefit, but certainly, um, you know, everyone has their own, has their own deal that they kind of, you know, seem to make work, you know, you, as you can see, you know, not every driver in, in the cup series garage is, is built like a bodybuilder or built like a cyclist. Um, but certainly for me, I think it helps me a lot and I'm willing to do pretty much anything it take, takes to, to get the job done for my team. Tyler, I'm enjoying these first moments with us together, and I don't want to get confrontational as we start this interview. And before we get into aerodynamics and the next-gen car this season, um, I was doing some research. I was on your Twitter. Uh, You had a fabulous Super Bowl party. I saw the pictures that you posted. But one thing, um, you had croissants at your party. Uh, Tyler, with all due respect, what the hell, man? What's up with that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Well, we got to fill you in. Um, Yeah. Croissants? Well, I, I don't know if you've been to a Cheddar's if you're saying that about croissants. Oh, it's, uh, fill me in. What's Cheddar's? Is this North Carolina we talking about? Cheddar's, uh, Cheddar's in a lot of different places. Um, Cheddar Scratch Kitchen. Um, they're a partner of mine. And um, ever since we got partnered up, I, I made the discovery through, you know, doing, doing social content, um, you know, shooting some stuff with them, uh, eating some food and whatnot in, in, in some of our, you know, some of our uh, events that we've done that their croissants, their honey butter croissants are honey butter. You're talking to me quite, quite literally the best croissant I've ever had. So, um, their croissants are not to be, are not to be questioned, my friend. I okay, can, I can fair enough. Pillsbury would like a word with you, Tyler. Just a few words. I don't know. We're not ruining <laughs> checks here, Lindsay. Well, it, no, it cheddars, I don't want to start a culture war over bread <laughs> options with food because that is usually where I go, or at least when I'm picking restaurants and uh, what I look for. But when, if you're looking for a great time in the next couple of weekends, March 4th through 6th, Spring NASCAR weekend returns to the Speedway. We've got the Pennzoid 400 presented by Jiffy Lube on March 6th. That's Sunday. The Alsco Uniforms 300 Xfinity Series on Saturday, that March 5th. And then Victoria's Voice Foundation 200 presented by Westgate's Resorts Truck Race on Friday, March 4th. And, and Tyler, when it comes to breaking into the business, it's not like you show up to the NASCAR Cup Series and says, you know what? I want to drive. Like, you've competed at every single one of these levels, haven't you, before? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've raced, you know, um, two, one partial year and, and two full-time years in both, uh, you know, the, the, the truck series level and the Xfinity series level. And, um, you know, we, we've seen some drivers just, just get jump into Xfinity or just jump into the truck series um, and then go cup racing. But uh, you learn a lot racing across all three uh, or, well, both of those, um, both of those national, you know, series in, in NASCAR and um, also, I you know what's what's awesome about about opportunities to race in, in the Xfinity series and in the Truck series is that you know you get to run at, at places like Las Vegas um, and get to learn about tracks like that that are on the Cup series uh, before you even getting a Cup car there. Uh, so Vegas has been a gift for me. I've I've won there in a in a truck and an Xfinity car earlier in my career, and I always look really forward to going there because it's just it's just a really fun track and it, it just suits my driving style. Well, and you've won a few a uh, few things at that Xfinity level. It's been a couple of years, but you're just getting your feet wet at t- in terms of the hot, uh, at least the top level. But when we're talking about winning a championship, 
winning it back-to-back is another thing. You're one of seven Xfinity drivers to win back-to-back titles ever, and you're the only person to have done it with two different organizations. I was going to ask you what changed from, like, one season to the next because it's one thing when you're chasing the mailman versus being the actual mailman, but everything pretty much changed based off of my research. So what sticks out to you about that unique accomplishment and what in your mind was most instrumental in your title defense with so much up in the air and new to you? Well, um, I mean, for me, it was the, the nice thing about um, well, what remained, I guess, you know, what, what helped me do that was my confidence. Um, you know, I was able to to rally uh, that first year and come from behind the other contenders at, at Homestead and rip the fence and run the top side of the racetrack and, and, and win the championship. So when we, you know, when I was switching teams, going Richard Childress Racing um, and getting ready to, you know, start over championship hunt here we go again you know i knew that you know going into it that the final race was it was was at homestead as the rest of the field did um you know i'm sure they didn't like that going into that year as well but i loved it because i just knew kind of the same thing you know if we can just get back to homestead we can make this all happen again you know i'll be i'll be even better than i was last time we were there and we were and it was a the second time around the second championship was was a much different year than the first championship you know we really rallied in the playoffs that first year to just make it to Homestead and do what we did. But the second year, we were contenders all year long. We won the regular season championship. Um, we wrapped that up, I should say, at Vegas, winning that race there to end the regular season. And then, um, you know, I just knew if I'd get back to Homestead again with, with, with the team I had the second time around that we were going to be really hard to beat. And, uh, yeah, they couldn't beat us. Tyler, I, I've got a huge fan who listens to the show, my guy Bobby Von John. Um, he lives in Summerlin, and he wanted me to ask you, uh, specifically about the differences this season with the next-gen car and also something about the inner liner and how we need that back. In your opinion, do we need that back, or is it fine as it is? Well, um, certainly it's it's been noticed, you know, that without them um, on these bigger racetracks, when you do have flat tires from, you know, uh, puncture or when you when you spin out and launch the tires up, you know, you get, you know, the tires deflate and they, the car gets stuck on the rub blocks. So, um I don't know where, where that's at. I don't know if that's something that we're going to be able to do with this new car, but certainly, you know, it is a, an inner, and it just, it's a, it's a new, you know, a new, new challenge that, that comes with the brand new race car. Um, so I don't know what that looks like, but certainly, you know, it, 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 it just, it's one more thing for the driver to think about when they, when they get really sideways and they're thinking, okay, do I risk destroying my race car by not locking the tires up and it sliding into an inside or outside wall to, to not, flat spot my tires so that I can, you know, drive it back to pit road and put four fresh tires on it. Or, you know, do I lock the tires up and risk, you know, flat spotting them and, and then being kind of, kind of stuck on the rub block. So it's, it's just a, you know, there's a brand new race car. Everything about this car is, is totally different. And this sport's never been in that spot before, but uh, it's it, at the same time though, it's very exciting because there's huge opportunity for, for those that are, that are the hungriest out there to, you know, go out there and, and, and find a way to to win while um, while this car is so fresh and so new for so many of us. We're talking to Tyler Reddick, driver of the number eight Lenovo Chevrolet Camaro car for Richard Childress Racing. Just previewing that Pennzoil 400 weekend. That's not this weekend, but next. But we are very, very in tune NASCAR community here because we got local drivers coming out of our ears. The, the Bush brothers, obviously Noah Gregson. We got Riley Herbst and Matt Jackstall. But we're talking to our 
favorite adopted son, Tyler Reddick, who is technically from California, but you're living in North Carolina right now. But when it comes to competing, when you're when you're out there and it's you're in the trenches, you're in the lanes, who's the driver that you always seem to compete with the best, be that due to proximity or stylistic tendencies? There's always just some foes that we love to fight and even more to beat. Who is that in your lane right now, and how do they challenge you and bring out the best in your competitive spirit? I mean, um, it's, it's always really fun racing against drivers, well, like the Kyles. Kyle Larson, I grew up racing – against him when I was a kid, when we were younger racing, you know, on dirt growing up. So getting to race against him now on the cup side is, is really cool. And then, you know, the other Kyle, Kyle Bush, I, I feel like he's, he's one of the best drivers in, in our sport and our sports history as well. The amount of wins that he's racked up. Um, anytime that I get around those two guys, it's always really, really fun to race. They're going to push me to my limit past it. Um, but I always feel like they do race fair. Uh, they love the sport. They love to race hard like I do. And so when I get around those guys, it's always really, really fun. And, um, you know, it's just really cool to get a race race against drivers like that. Well, I will say in a world of Kyle's, I prefer Tyler. That's that's definitely where my allegiance lies, at least through the Pennzoil 400 weekend. Thank you so much for taking time to chat with us and, and getting us really excited to watch NASCAR return to Las Vegas. We've, we've missed it at least in its full capacity. And so hopefully a, as an up-and-coming star that you'll be able to bolster that name even further in, uh, in the big lights here. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a it's going to be a, a lot different race than what we've seen in years past. And I'm just, I'm really excited for the challenge and, and hope that we, that we do a really good job. A lot of the things that, that we learned from, from Fontana racing the week before over in California in a lot of ways is going to transfer or, you know, cross over into how we approach Vegas. So it's going to be an interesting uh, two weeks here getting ready for Vegas. Um, and we got a lot, lot on, a lot on the plate to figure out. High expectations and aspirations to match. Tyler Reddick, number eight, Lenovo, Chevrolet, Camaro. Thank you again so much. Thank you both. Absolutely. That was Tyler Reddick again. He is going to be racing in the Pennzoil 400 weekend right here in Las Vegas. That race is presented by Jiffy Lube, and that's just the one on Sunday. Remember, they have events going on that Saturday to Friday, and you can go to, like, the Holler Parade on Thursday, too. So it's a full week slate of events And we're so excited that Tyler is going to be joining us along with all of the Kyles and other drivers who love to turn left. Insider calls are brought to us by driveway.com. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in driveways national inventory. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hello. Welcome back to the final segment of today's Playmakers. We appreciate you guys joining us each and every weekday, 3 to 5 p.m. If you've missed any of our program, first of all, what are you doing with your life? Honestly... Yeah. For real. For realsies. Uh, but don't worry. There's time to change. There's time to uh, divert your course. And you can download that Odyssey app for free. Google Play, Apple App Store. We got those exclusive stations that Adrian's not quite a part of yet. But I have my Hype Master Locker Mix. We got the Nightcap Podcast. We got the Playmakers Podcast feed. We got tons of stuff. So it is vital that you have that app downloaded on your home screen, saved and favorited Hearts in the corners and other things. A-U-D-A-C-Y. That That's is how you good spell spelling, it. sir. What you got? I have a weekend of ineptitude. People were being dumb, weren't they? A, a lot of people were being dumb. People and- were being dumb and people weren't doing what they were supposed to do. Yeah, this is this is very, very, very true. Bobby Graham in a wheelchair. Drake! What? Breaking news brought to us by BetQL.com. Breaking news starts and stops at BetQL.com. Visit it today on the app or the website works. Shams Sharani. Who? Shams Sharani, a.k.a. better than Woj when it comes to NBA Ah, reporting. Ah, the new Woj. Yes, the new and improved and younger Shams. Look, he just sent out a tweet saying that he spoke to Rich Paul today. (gasps) And Rich Paul told him that there are no issues between LeBron James, oh. the Lakers, and Rob Palenka. Well, thank goodness, because uh, we were waiting with the abated breath, if that's the correct term. Is it bated or abated breath? I think it's bated. I, uh, weird phrase. I, I, I know. It's it's weird how that wor- my brain works sometimes. But... Uh, uh, <laughs> Just like I don't know what to do with this. Like, they are not pleased with how this situation is going, even though they have full control over the situation themselves. Arby Graham in a wheelchair. Drake. Drake. Yes. What? Let's no see. more. No more broken glass. Are we back, walking on it? Back to back. Oh, more damn. breaking news. According to reports, Fox broadcaster Troy Aikman is close to joining ESPN's Monday Night Football. Oh. On a nine-figure deal. What a get for them. Nine mil. Oh. I'm t- or maybe he was always just negotiating with ESPN. It's like, oh, yeah, Amazon. Oh, yeah, all these other places because we're negotiating. This is how it works. As you should. Um, That's figures. a massive get for ESPN, if true. Wow. Man, tomorrow we're going to need to really kind of just reflect on the Joe Buck, Troy Aikman legacy. This is our childhood. This yeah. is over 20 years of Cowboys games. Everything's changing in the landscape. Of Remember the when wars. Randy Randy Moss took off like he pretended like he was showing his ass to Lambeau Field and yes. Joe Buck was like, "This is the most egregious ah. thing children oh, are the watching." Humanity. It's just disgusting. I just <laughs> where's the FCC? Where'd they go? It's almost like we should just ban them in general. 
Yo, he's gonna make over 180 million dollars, which is he what it. Tony Romo makes. They 10 year 180 it. million deal. That's nuts. Uh, they gotta pay their bills, Adrian. Don't. Uh, they're small don't businesses. Sell, them sh- sell themselves short. Yeah, no, you're, you're honest. But look, let's get into the weekends of ineptitude. Like what Trell said. <laughs> I love the reference. Thank you. Um, we have to put ourselves in this pedestal. Okay, on top of the pedestal. Yeah, on top of the pedestal okay. for for we're for unattainable of, people. Don't even look at us. You're not worthy. We are not perfect. Okay, okay. in the past couple of two days has been no trials, perfect. trials and tribulations. So to us, we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll take that. We'll hold that L. Okay. We uh, are holding the L. Another person who needs to watch out what he's holding <laughs> is Matt James. You know who this dude Who's is? Matt James. He's, 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 on the bach- he's on The Bachelor, oh, God, okay? don't bring me this crap. Look, the NBA celebrity game has oh, really... Okay, God. I'm so glad I brought it up because we need to get into that. Clearly. I'm looking at the roster. Okay, first off, the game was in Cleveland for the first time no ever. No wonder this guy's invited. Why is the mayor of Cleveland participating? Hey, yo, Justin Tax Biggs. dollars at work, baby. Hey, man, go go, go fix at, something. At those tax dollars play defense? We're going to find out. Miles Garrett, cool. Tiffany Haddish, cool. Jack Harlow, cool. Quavo, cool. Who's ah, Quavo's not that cool. Nah, Quavo's lit. Ah, Quavo's lit. Let's, let's look at some of the comments we've made in the pre- in previous times. Quavo ain't that lit. Ah, okay, whatever you're saying. If that's what you're saying. So you got Matt like James people, from The Bachelor. Oh, uh, no, that's that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, Brittany Elena, who we'll get to. Who? She's a great. She's a beautiful woman. Of course. Uh, she's a host. She's a an plug? actress. She's an athlete. She's a model. Um, And then uh, the one thing what that really she has me. She was? <laughs> she's a host. She's oh. an actress. <laughs> she's an athlete. <laughs> she's a model. Please stop snorting. Um, They also had a Peloton instructor. So they had to stop making the bikes because they made too damn many, but they got to pay these instructors out. He ended up winning the MVP of the celebrity stop game, it. Alex Toussaint. He kind of he, he dunked it. It's cool. Why are Peloton instructors? Is we this don't how we've fallen? You know what I'm saying? Is this how we've fallen? Like everyone's focusing on the dunk contest. No. Fix the celebrity game, all right? Y'all looking real, real weird in the light, okay? But in the celebrity game, there was a moment where Matt James, Feast the dude from The Bachelor, um, he forgot that like some it. of his teammates were females, so he was shooting oh. a free throw, and Brittany uh, Elena, who we, we mentioned, you should follow her on Instagram, huge fan, um, she went behind and tried to give him some dab after the free throw, so Matt James puts his hand back and kind of smacks her breasts, because he forgot that she's a woman, and they got boobies, alright, so that was very they inappropriate. They got boobies. So, um, yo, ineptitude, <laughs> Matt James, you could hold that, that was wildly inappropriate. Um, from the su- accident. Yeah, true, We've true. all done the butt tap by accident. It gets weird. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, let's move on from the celebrity game. One time I accidentally exclaimed to one of my hockey coaches, are you high? And she was not pleased. <laughs> She's like, Lindsay, that's super inappropriate. Like, she went it's Joe literally, Buck on it's you? It's like an exclamation. Like, it, There's actually no credence behind it. It was just like, I couldn't believe what she was telling me. She And I was just like, are you high? She's like. Don't ever say that to me again. That is disrespectful <laughs> to the game. That was before cannabis was a cool thing, kids, okay? It was a different time. I don't want to bury the lead. We have a few minutes before we're out of here, hopefully. Lucky uh, listeners. We, we need, exactly. Uh, cross-country skier for some country that participate in the Olympics. Uh, they have a guy named Finn Remy. Um, Finn, unfortunately, Finn Remy. he uh, had to miss one of the races because he suffered a frozen penis. Your what hurts? It's not hurt. It's frozen. It doesn't hurt at that point when it's frozen. There's a well. I don't claim to know what that pain is, but there's a oh that pain. There's a a very hollow pain 
what on the edge before you stop feeling the pain, like when you're really cold. Mm-hmm. And it's it's deep in your bones. Like it, it's it's painful. It's not that painful, but it, it's simply the pain saying I'm painful without it actually. Be, if that makes sense. Um, super sad to hear about this guy's penis. Have they been able to reattach? It didn't. It didn't detach. Well, uh, that's good because he didn't participate. Don't worry, in the, the bobbits, the IP is safe. Yeah, luckily, so he didn't participate in the ra- uh, the race. Are you, are you familiar um, with the bobbit storyline from the nineties? No. Oh, that's a that's a research topic for you later. Okay, I'm gonna look up bobbits. I'm not gonna look up this guy's penis. Um, but I mean, if you want to, it's a free country. Listen, if people can do what they want. If that's in most what you places. want to do. For me, I, I'm not going to. The thing I'm, I'm confused about is kind of like the anatomy, like being a man. Usually, when it when it gets cold, things kind of go inside the garage. Retreat. You got to retreat. Yeah. So for him to do this, and also let's talk about toughness in the Olympics. Do you like? Do you think he should have done the race? Are under, you kidding me right now? Under these circumstances, how, how are you even posing that question for his right country? Now? No. Testosterone or you, your you country? You tell me, if you suffered the same fate, what would be on the list of things for you to do right away after that? Would be competing on the national stage for your country, be it? Or would you maybe want to take a nap? Maybe a shower just to cry it <laughs> a out? A nap? I'd find Perhaps. some icy hot. Oh, my God. Immediately. Um, icy hot in the eyes or what he suffered? What's Which one would you rather? Uh, the eyes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't need I don't need both eyes. My mom only has one See, eye. See, you guys avoid pain like it's following you around. Women, we know pain is inevitable. So we just know what's gonna suck and we're gonna have to go through it either way. And that kinda is the way that people probably approach this show because the music is sounding and we've already made it through this segment. We're already through another chapter. Don't worry, kids. We'll be back to read you right to sleep tomorrow again, three to five PM. Thanks, Adrian. Thanks, all the listeners. Be well to each other, but most of all yourselves. Blinkers and other things. Sports. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.